You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and to my left, some sports guy, Hickman. Hey, man, I'm so happy to be back. Me too, man. We just be busy, though. We be hella busy, man, but we are the boys on parade with a party twist, of course, Locked On Texans. We got some... Woo! We got some stuff to talk about today, especially considering uh, collectively as a whole, we really haven't been around that much together in the last week or so. But, and, um, not and, but there are, there have been some alarming comments that have been made in the last <laughs> 24 to 48 hours. That wouldn't, well, yeah, I would say alarming. A little alarming. Um, there's been some returns to practice. There's been some finally been able to practice there's been some injuries there's been a lot that's been going on with this Houston Texas team mm-hmm. uh and then later on in the show we have to talk about the difference between between preseason game one and preseason game two and boy am I excited to talk about that mm-hmm. you know you can get caught up in a lot of negativity sometimes with stories and, and headlines and everything that comes with that but I don't think nobody was not satisfied after seeing the growth from game one to game two. And, by the way, there's a big reason for one particular group why they look so much better. Today on Locked on Texans, Cody, uh, there's some things that I got to talk about, man. I mean, I'm happy to be back. Position battles, who's going to get what, who's going to end here. A lot of shifting and moving around on the offensive line right now, but uh, I got to tell you, man, they look very promising. So yes. we'll get into that later on in the show, of course. And like I said, as much as we're going to talk about the offensive line, there have been some alarming comments made by the one and only Billy O. And we're going to get that play for you right now. Hurt? Yeah. I don't have to release an injury report until the season starts. And every time I come up here, we get I get asked about 50 questions about injuries. So you'll get an injury report when the season starts. Right now, I'll tell you that he's out of practice per the head coach's discretion. How's that for an answer? Good? Do you expect him to start for you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Spicy. I mean, I get where he's coming from, but at the end of the day, Spicy. you have injured players <laughs> that was signed. <laughs> but, like, and this, even... not, and this is not, you know, oh, you know, um, blow Joe over there got hurt for the first time. No, these are players with literally a track record of injuries and my number one concern i believe we talked about this with when kiki kunti first got hurt in the very first preseason game 
Is this a sign of, of what's to come in 2019? Man, I hope not. It's only been training camp in preseason. And how many times have you and I, the writers who cover the Texans, everyone in general, even the fans, have looked up and said... <laughs> the guy that just asked the question. The guy that just asked the question have looked up and said, damn, another injury? It's just, before I even get to the actual seriousness of it, Billy O... Yeah, What's and, with the, and what the sassiness. And, and for the listeners out there, he's talking about the injury that that is in regards to Matt Khalil. As of right now, Matt Khalil is quote unquote injured. And I say quote unquote because in that press conference that he just had, he said due to coach's discretion. So like, I, come on, man. <laughs> don't don't get spicy with people trying to do their job. And what is Matt Khalil again? A player who has a track record of injuries. And then what killed me, he said this a couple days ago, and it's been said multiple times. Right now, he said he will be the starter, Matt Khalil, for Mm -hmm. week one. Which is, I'm going to bring this point back up again later on in the show, of course, when we talk about the difference between game one and game two of preseason. But just, come on, Bill... You inherited what was given to you. I get it. But you can't be frustrated when these guys are doing their job. They're asking you the questions that not only they personally may want to know, but it's the need to be known. So the attitude, the sassiness, that's that's not necessary. It's not necessary at all uh, because, first and foremost, we have concerns. Mm-hmm. There are legit concerns here for this team at that position. Now, you know, and I'm going to allude to it because we're talking about this later on, but yes, Matt Khalil is going to be a a big concern when Roderick Johnson just played his ass off in the preseason. (laughs) And that's that's been the biggest difference between game one and game two. Oh, wow, look at here. The guy playing next to Titus Howard is actually playing his ass off. And did a very good job. Very good job. And I, I'm that response from Bill was just complete BS. And he's been blowing smoke up people's you-know-what for a couple days now. Stop it. The, and Assassinus, what did he say? I'm going to play it again. What did he say? I'm, one more time. They release an injury report until the season starts. And every time I come up here, we get I get asked about 50 questions about injuries. So you'll get an injury report when the season starts. Right now, I'll tell you that he's out of practice per the head coach's discretion. How's that for an answer? Good? How's that for an answer? Yeah, I mean, it's like, an the answer. First part he just of wanted to know, good. how is that for an answer? The, the first part of, was good. You know, he answers the question. But the rest of it, these guys are just trying to figure out what's going on with the team because, hey, they're here for a reason. Um, and I personally, maybe, maybe because I've been in those situations in press conferences and press rooms where you have to ask these questions and coaches are, they may be failing at something and I get it. Frustration builds, but everybody is professionals. I remember specifically, uh, I was covering a college team in the area of Houston and I asked a question. This was after a bad loss. This was after this was after a terrible loss. And as somebody who's played football, I noticed things. I asked about it. All right. I asked a question. And I asked in the most professional way possible. 
But the response was very. What do you ask? Why you? Why, what do you? What do you know about this? And, and I, what I wanted to say back after the response was, I, I'm just trying to figure out what do you know because clearly <laughs> you're lacking at this, and that's not for Bill O'Brien, but it is because hell, everybody wants to know what's going on going on with this team. You mm-hmm. just drafted a guy, you traded up two years ago, a few years ago, get Deshaun Watson. His first full healthy season, he got sacked 62 times. That can't happen. And this is your franchise quarterback at that. Do you hate him? Do you? <laughs> what, like, do you hate him? And by the way, speaking of Deshaun Washington, he played preseason game two. He was five for seven. Woo! He looked good. Him and, him and Hopkins. I, by, by the end of this season, I truly believe if both of them can stay healthy, i.e. Deshaun Washington, I believe they're going to be the best Quarterback wide receiver tandem out there in 2019. I can see it. It definitely depend on how uh, the rest of the receiving core comes mm-hmm. along. You know, they have been dealing with injuries, but before we move along, speaking of those injuries, DeAndre Carter. <laughs> we know Kiki's out. The rest of that receiving group, we haven't seen Will Fuller, but DeAndre Carter has really stepped up. Yes, he did. You're talking about a guy who is playing pretty well, stepping up for the injured Kiki Kuti. Saturday's win against the Detroit Lions, he recorded a, I don't want to say like this is a, a, a phenomenal thing, but I mean, it's the second preseason game. But um, he led all Texans receiver with 40 receiving yards. And um, of course, he had, the, he had that pretty big punt. He had that pretty big kickoff play where he ran for 24 yards. You remember that, John? Yes, yes. I mean, this is a guy, I mean, after the game, both Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson gave this guy high praise. And, high it, praise. It, and it brings me back to my original statement, that I, what I said last week on the show, how I said I believe that DeAndre Carter is in a situation where you could put him at the slot position and he's just going to be another weapon to make this Texans offense even better. Like the Texans have, if Carter continues playing, if Carter continues to play at this high of a level, you can no longer just use him as just a regular slot receiver or just saying, oh, he's for special teams. You're going to have to find a way to put this guy on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's he's able to get open and do some things. He's, he's very shifty and quick. Uh, he is everything... And this is not to be disrespectful whatsoever, but he's everything Kiki is. He's just actually getting the time to play right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, another receiver that stood out to me, Smith, uh, he had a great outing. One catch, but it was for 31 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Vincent Smith, he caught that touchdown in the back of the end zone. Hey, and by the way, I wish uh, fantasy football kicked off now because how many people would have Joe Webb on their team? <laughs> Joe, Joe Webb is filling it up right now. Uh, he had 186 yards, uh, 12 yards rushing. I said that to be funny, but Joe Webb is actually he he put the ball on the money for that. I don't know, man. Maybe you know. Get out of here! Don't start. No, no, no. I'm not about to say nothing crazy, but you might have to agree with me here. Maybe the Texans can get them an extra pick from San Francisco. Oh my goodness! Because I mean, Jimmy G looked did terrible. you see Jimmy Garoppolo? He's scared. He's scared to get hit right now. Ah uh, yeah. And some of those, I think I can do a better job. We got to get with locked on Forty ers and, and just 
I don't know. You guys want a player? You know, we 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 can you can have well, just give us what third, fourth round pick. They're not giving them no third, fourth round, Cody. But look at their quarterback situation (laughs) right now, John. I can see if I say first or second. Look at did you see Garoppolo? He threw five interceptions in a in a joint practice. And I give it up a third or four. He threw two interceptions. He was one for twelve in Monday's night game. They're not giving up a third or fourth round. I, give it up. Come on, John. And this is a, we're talking about a talented, decent team who I believe can at least be a wild be in the play for the wild card. Stop. You don't think so? You're smoking crap. You don't think they could be a wild card team? I don't know what they can be. But I'm just saying. I'm but not sure. And I'm if not... they have a, a reliable quarterback, Garoppolo, oh, well. It. Just stop it. Just please stop it. Um, also, the running back position battle has been super fun. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on in the show. And the tight end has been a – the tight end yes. position – that that's has been the, fun. I believe that's the biggest one. That's, that's the biggest one right And the now. funnest part about it all, we've seen Fells, we've seen Thomas, we've seen Akins. Who have we not seen? Warren, who's still on the PUP <laughs> list. His third-round draft pick, haven't seen him yet. And everybody's been high on him. They've been high on him throughout camp. They've been high on Carter throughout the camp. They've been high on Howard throughout camp. So a lot of guys they've been high on right now, they've been performing. We're just waiting to see him. Mm-hmm. But locked on fantasy football, fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and locked on fantasy football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years of covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Locked on podcast network. We don't give you the same content. We switch it up. We're different here. And it doesn't stop with fantasy football. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked on Fantasy Football, your favorite podcast provider. I checked out Vinny and uh, I've gotten some good stuff. A lot of late round. I look for late round sleepers when we talk about fantasy drafts, but we are talking about the Houston Texans, so don't go nowhere. Say, man, I'm going to need Sony and Marvel to chill out with this BS they're doing. You better stop before the listeners. I don't care. The listeners probably mad too. They should be. This is an outrage. This, this is gonna make this. If Sony and Marvel do not agree over Spider Man, this, this John. If I'm pissed, oh, can you imagine what the fans of Comic Cons are going through right now? Those are the most suicide watched people right now. Boy, I just mm-mm. because Sony completely. I'm not gonna say they ruined it because they did it. Sony just had Spider-Man first, and then they gave us a Toby Spider-Man, which up until Far From Home had been my favorite Spider-Man. No, that's because you only had one other Spider-Man. That was, was it? Andrew name? Garfield. Yeah. And then, so it's Toby, Andrew Garfield, then it's Tom Holland. I didn't like the first Tom Holland Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought it was kind of whack. But this one was arguably the top for MCU movie, I think so. That's only because it was a continuation. Everybody' emotions were still raw over that the game. That's the that only reason why. But anyway, speaking of in game, maybe it's almost in game time for Bob. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Before we even kind of you know get into the preseason updates, Nick Martin he practiced 
Came back on Monday. He's back. Uh, and I think that is an interesting headline. Not because and before I really get into that, Duke Johnson practiced for the first time today. Mm-hmm. Will we see him in preseason game three against the Cowboys? B.O.B. say not really. No, we're not going to see him. We probably won't see him at all this preseason. But he's a guy that we really probably don't need to see in preseason because of his um, his ability. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm okay with that. But Nick Martin definitely will get some playing time. And this Cowboy game is very important and essential. Of course, in-state. I'm not. I wouldn't call it a rival, but in-state rival is. I call it in-state rival. Uh, but it was a rival last year when we beat them boys. That's because cowboy fans. They just Zeke cool. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But uh, with this Nick Martin coming back, where does that leave that Zach Fulton? The combination of different players on their offensive line, you know the the shuffle. I got to tell you, Roderick Johnson, left tackle. And I don't even think it's close right now. But I think this this preseason game will will mean a lot. He was at left tackle this past Saturday. He was a left tackle. He was a left tackle. Uh, left guard, Howard. Now, Howard had a injury today. It actually wasn't today. They actually came out and confirmed that he actually suffered an injury. Um, he broke some kind of finger. Don't really know which finger, but he broke his finger in his left hand um, shortly at before halftime in Saturday's preseason win. That, you know, lets you know how hard he was working. That The offensive line in general looked good. Looked good. And that's the biggest. That is the biggest preseason one or preseason two mm-hmm. uh, that everybody should be giving these guys praises for. Man, listen, <clears throat> I specifically watched the offensive line. Preseason, regular season, it doesn't matter. I just watch it. I, I love it. I really do. And there was a play where Titus Howard pulled and I, my eyes just got so big because I was excited just to see that. You know, the left guard, who pulls more than the guards? Nobody. Mm-hmm. And to see him pull, he got over there. He, he was pretty. He was quick with his with his with his with his uh, getting over to his location. The the combination between Fulton, Howard, and Johnson looked great. Now you put Nick Martin in that, but that's where it, it gets the interesting. The only guy who actually looked like he was damn last season. That's where it gets interesting because right now Fulton is playing center. And he's looking very good. Very good. And the camaraderie was there this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my question is, would it make sense to slide him down? You slide him back to guard, insert, slide folding down the guard, insert Nick Martin, and then what do you do with Sharpen? Because check this out. Davenport was on that right side. Davenport didn't look that good. No, Davenport never looked good. But let me tell you who looked good. The the biggest maybe that I saw, and it wasn't even Howard Saturday. I found myself sitting back saying, Max Sharpen looks like a damn football player. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he was, he was, he was everything. He, he was able to hold, he was able to move his guys. Pass protection was good. Run blocking was good. So there's a lot of combinations. And variations of this offensive line right now. Um, 
And it would make sense to do a slide now insert. But that, like I said, coming into preseason game two after the game, Roger Johnson looked awesome. And I, I'm still baffled by any idea that Matt Khalil should be the starting <laughs> left tackle. I'm baffled by the idea of Matt Khalil starting, period. I'm baffled by the idea that <laughs> Matt Khalil is even on this roster right now. But uh, Howard really came into his own Saturday, uh, looked light years better than game one. But I really think Max Sharpen may have stolen the show Saturday. Because, man, I, I just sat back and I literally was just watching. Especially they had the focus cam. They would focus on Johnson. And then they would focus on Howard. Mm-hmm. And then they would focus on Sharpen. And each cam looked damn good. But I think the reason why I say he may have stole the show is because he's one of the guys that been receiving a lot of praise. But he was also an under, under-the-radar guy. You yeah. know, we're, we're hearing about him. We're understanding what's going on. And the things that they believe he can do well and what he can work on. We we know it, but talking in practice is different than in-game. But I'm saying all of that because Saturday coming up against the Cowboys, this will be a huge test because one thing the Houston Texans have been big on their entire franchise is running the ball. Last year, running the ball damn good. Pass protection is what we like. But running the ball was really good, especially considering the averages. You look at the Cowboys, the average yard per rush they gave up last year was 3.8, and they also had 39 sacks. So I'm going into this game to see, okay, how are we going to establish the run off the line? It starts up front. Will they create a push? Will they create the holes for their running backs? Who, by the way, we probably won't see Lamar Miller. If so, maybe a drive. Haven't got worried yet from our source. Uh, but the 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 running back competition right now is very good. Higdon has been playing good. Buddy Howell, he had 84 yards Saturday in TD. So he's he's on their radar. Uh, like I said, Higdon, Crockett, the running back. Battle right now has been interesting to say the least. So it real depend on this is season game three. These guys are really trying to make moves. The offensive line need to move some bodies. Yeah, I think they will. You know, the only thing that the only thing that bugs me right now is the fact that I kind of feel Bill O'Brien is trying to force Khalil into this starting lineup, yeah. regardless where yeah. you put him, because that line on Saturday, like I say. It's looked the best it's been Keep in two years. Guys, take out Davenport, which I mean, at this point, you might as well take out Davenport. He has had so many opportunities to prove his worth, and he has yet to show anything. But you take out Davenport, you insert Nick Martin back at center, and rearrange a couple of those guys. You're talking about an offensive line that might be one of the at least top 15 in the league. This, and again, it's preseason. I understand it. And this is a, a Detroit Lion team missing pieces and, and not the same defensive line as they've been before, but which is why I'm focusing on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday is going to be big. But this has been the best combination of offensive line we've seen in the last year some change, exactly. especially considering last year uh, and, and just moving forward. I think 
he is he is forcing Khalil because he's he 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 wants his uh, veteran guys. I mean that makes sense. You keep him around, of course. Oh, yeah, but just it has to be. It has to be um, Johnson right now. Mm-hmm. Saturday you go up against the Marcus Lawrence, who he may be out, but you also have Taco Charlton, Christian Covington, former Houston Texan. Vanderbosch, Jaleel, Jalen Smith, who just got his contract. So this Cowboy team, this defense, they're really good. I got one thing to say to you, Dota John. What you got? Ziku. <laughs> that man say Ziku. Ziku. Pollard over there balling. Better stop playing, Ziku. Better... better stop playing before you get your ass traded. <laughs> Might as well trade him. You're not gonna trade Zeke. They don't pay him. You're gonna make him sit out two years. You can. Two years. Two years. Nah, Zeke. Zeke can't sit out. I don't think Zeke. Zeke is not the guy to sit out for two years and then come back to the league like nothing ever happened. This ain't the NBA, so. But I, I believe he'll be back. Only person that showed me different has been Le'Veon Bell and a couple others. I think. Zeke never signed that franchise. He's not franchise. He just wants a new contract. Your rookie contract really ain't about much. You'll be back. Just say you didn't want to come to training camp. That's all it is. Speaking of coming back, fellas, you never want to be in a position where you had one night to prove your point and you don't get a call back, don't get a text back. You just don't come back. You need a confidence booster. It's okay. It's okay to admit it. You're in a room right now with guys just like you. Now you can increase your performance in bed and get that extra confidence by checking out BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color, chew like what you do with gum. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Like Pollard in Dallas right now. <laughs> He's running the hell out that ball. And I could make a joke about ball and Blue Chew, but I won't. I'm sure you guys will get it. Check out Blue Chew right now because we have a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, all caps code. Again, that is all caps code. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code, all caps code to try it for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster. Thank you for sponsoring Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Texans. Cody, you want to leave them with anything? Yeah, Marvel and Sony better stop playing or there's going to be some serious issues going on. Now, no one thing, speaking of stop playing, Bill O.B., just stop it. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's get it right. Bulls on Parade with a party twist, guys. Welcome back to the Locked On Texans Podcast. We missed you. Until next time, the city of Houston is on heat watch right now. Please pay your energy bill because you don't want to go home one day. And your AC is off after you've drove in a leather car. Does that sound a little bit too specific? Maybe. Mind your business. I'm out.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.